In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present, to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Sun is shining. The weather is sweet, yeah. Make you want to move. Your dancing feet now.
The ceiling can't hold us, folks. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode, folks. I am, what is the word? That's it, tipsy. I am in Clearwater, Florida with my parents. It is Sunday night. Um, You'll listen to me and Sophie. I'm definitely, I don't even recall a lot of the conversation. That's, <laughs> so... I explained during the podcast, but what happened was that me and Sophie were uh, earlier because Sophie's uh, beautiful sister, Amanda, got uh, married this weekend. She's been on the pod before and the wedding, it looks like went off without a hitch and and uh, it looked just amazing. But I texted Sophie today and I said, hey, uh, how you doing? You hung over, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, yeah, I am. And I said, hey do you want to do this on Tuesday and I'll just do like a Vanderpump rules recap on Monday, which I'm planning on doing, you know, I took all the notes and she's like, okay, yeah, let's plan on that. And so I went on this, it's been my dad's birthday trip, his 73rd birthday. And thank you to everybody that wished him well on Instagram. And also said that I was a loser for hanging out with my family. Uh, I'm joking. Only a couple of people said that. Um, so, I went out to the, my mom booked this like barge. It's not even a boat. It's like a barge. It's like where I imagine Captain Sandy from below Degmed will eventually captain. And you pay like a flat fee and you get, you know, you get some food and some drink and you travel around for like two hours. And it was great. It was like the three of us and it it was really nice. But on the way home, it was like eight o'clock. Been a couple hours. And on the way back, because we did this on Friday night after dinner. There was a bar on the way back. And my dad said on Friday, hey, let's stop for a, sh- a tequila shot. I haven't done a tequila shot in, in a couple of years. And I said, okay, yeah, it's your birthday. Let's do that. 
And he, he did one. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, round two, let's go. And I was like, whoa. Like, you know, it's always shocking when your dad's like, you know, a harder, you know, you're like going harder than you are. Where he's like, come on, pussy, do it. And so we did two shots on Friday and it felt good. I'm not going to lie. It was, you know, tequila. But then, of course, your old buddy wakes up the next morning. I'm so sorry. I'm yawning, guys. I'm so sorry. I can already tell that you'll be annoyed by that. But anyways, great night. So he wanted to do the same thing after the boat ride. He goes, hey, let's stop at that bar. Let's get a shot of tequila. And my mom's like, oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Okay. And my mom, guess what my mom gets each time we're there? She gets a Kahlua and cream. Talk, I mean, like, talk about a, a, a bad stomach issue there. Kahlua and cream? That late at night? That's just not, it's not safe, you guys. Um, so anyways, we do one shot of Don Julio. And uh, he loved it again. He was like, round two. And I was like, oh, shit. But I was like, okay. You know, and in my head, I'm like, okay, I got to go back. And I got to talk about Vanderpump Rules. And in my head, I was like, I was like, okay, James cries. And then Lala yells at Ariana. So I was like clocking in my head. And then we did two shots of that. And Dad goes, what about a third? And I was like, no, no. No, 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 I can't do it. And then Sophie texts me right then. He goes, she goes, hey, I, I think I can do it. I think I can pull it out. And I was like, oh, no. Because at that point, when you're on two shots of tequila, you know, you're what people call drunk, you know? And I was like, okay, I can do it. And I texted Meditza and I said, uh, Meditza Lopez, of course. And I said, hey, will you give me topics to talk about? I don't know where I am right now. And in my head, I'm like, okay, Kardashians, Beverly Hills, New York. And we get on, and it's actually kind of a delightful, amazing conversation. I think you're going to dig it. If you like us, you will love this uh, this conversation. And then tomorrow, uh, or Tuesday show, you'll get a Vanderpump Rules recap, and you'll get Bill and Becky Bailey, and you will get to hear their experience. Um, it was it was it was a fun weekend. We um, my uh, two of their friends. We grew up in a place called Olathe, Kansas. And we had the Boars, this family, the Boars that lived across the street. And Missy was my babysitter. And Jimmy was uh, their son, who was also my babysitter. Um, it sounded like I needed a lot of babysitting, but it was just, you know, two babysitters. Um, and Missy and the mom and dad came to see us uh, on Saturday because they live in Florida now. And I had not seen them since I was a little kid. And it was it was so crazy. It brought back so many memories um, but Jimmy, who still lives in Kansas, their son, he was the babysitter. I don't know if I ever told you guys this. He used to lock me in the downstairs uh, bathroom until I would tell him where my dad's Playboys were. He'd be like, you tell me now. And uh, finally, I did tell him where he kept him. He kept him in his office. And then when my mom made my dad throw out all the Playboys when I was getting, you know, too old for, you know, to have smut laying around, um, we had to load them up in my radio flower, radio flyer red wagon, and and I remember rolling them to the uh, the bottom of the driveway with my mom, which is such a weird. Now that I think about, it, we got to ask my mom that tomorrow when I talk to her. Is that like why did you have me do that with you? Like, is that some kind of weird? It it seemed that seems weird to me. Like, why didn't you have dad throw them away? But anyways, I remember throwing, and then I tipped Jimmy off, my babysitter. I said, hey. You know, all those playboys that you locked me into the uh, downstairs uh, bathroom, they're at the bottom of the street in the trash bags. And I tipped him off and he uh, he inherited all of my dad's playboys. So everybody wins. But anyways, it's really fun to uh, 
I don't know. It's just like you see them and you're like, oh my God, that's like a whole part of my childhood. Uh, and now we're all, we're all having beers together. It's fun. So how was your week uh, and weekend guys? Was it good? Was it great? I hope it was great. Um, it's weird when you travel with your parents. Like I said, uh, I've done it so much during pandemic, but you're really kind of in this arrested development situation. And, um, it's funny, but also at the same time, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to get into a relationship or get married again, because, um, I, I don't want to be known as the guy that just tags along with his parents or his parents make him go along with them because they feel, you know, sad. <laughs> Um, so anyways, guys, I am still tipsy, so I can't, uh, I can't, I'm not, we're going to do more of this on Tuesday. We're going to go to the Sophie, uh, podcast interview section or whatever we're calling it. And, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> I think this is the point where you're like, oh yeah, Ryan is tipsy. I didn't get to watch Salt Lake or Potomac yet. Um, I'm kind of behind on everything, but I've got my health and that's all that matters. <laughs> and I've got my, my family that I will stay with. For the rest of my life. So uh, I'm going to just cut to Sophie before I keep um, uh, just saying idiotic things. Remember, there will be two commercials in the middle of this uh, podcast and try to listen to them if you can. And then uh, the podcast will pick right back up. And then I will see you bright and early on Tuesday morning with a Vanderpump Rules recap because I have a lot of things to say about this past week's episode. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of laughs. And I hope you guys love the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. So many. Oh, my God, you guys. Did you see the image Medita Lopez made for the Beverly Hills recap? So we were talking and we shoot around ideas and I remember on Friday, she was like, I don't, I don't got anything. And we were like talking about the episode. And I said, well, you know, we were, we were bouncing ideas off. And I said, Sutton, you know, she said that fancy Drew thing, like maybe there's something there. Like what if we did like a Nancy Drew something? And then Medita, like, this is how, why I love it. She's like, oh yeah. What if we did like a, uh, like a Nancy Drew book cover. And I was like, oh my God, exactly. And let's do Fancy Drew. And she made it so amazing. This girl is such a great artist. And it's just like, it's the true spirit of collaboration where you will say an idea or something and a person will make it so much better. Um, I am so lucky to, I, I work with so many great people, you know, I'm just, I've, I've been so lucky, but it is so cool. And I remember her sending me this last night and it's like one of those things where you're like, I love this so much. This is so cool. Like I want to put this on a t-shirt. That's how cool it is. Go take a look at it. I think it's amazing. And Sutton even responded immediately. And she's like, I'll say, I'll say, oh, I've got, I've got this fancy Drew cover. I had this book when I was a child. I'll say, I'll say, oh my God, you guys, this is what I need from you. I do have one favor to ask. So I'm trying to get Sutton on the show. Her reps are fine, but they're, it's kind of not, they're not being mean, but it's like a dead end. But if I could get as many people to reach out to Sutton on Instagram to say, you need to go on so bad, it's good. We need you on so bad, it's good. We'd love to hear you on so bad, it's good. I would love to pepper her with that in a very nice way. Because I'm telling you. I think it could be one of the most fun interviews we ever did. Um, so if you could do that one favor for me, that would be amazing because I just think, come on, if I could he actually have her. So Sutton, would you say, I say, I say, it would be amazing. Don't you think? So if you could do that, that'd be amazing. If not, totally get it. But you know what? Let's get right into the interview. 
um, my compatriot, my Monday co-host, Miss Sophie Ross. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Monday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Today, I'm, we're talking about true professionalism when we talk about somebody that hosts with me. I'm so sorry. Uh, wait, well, I know I'm saying true professionalism in the sense that her sister got married just a day ago and she is still here with us because I gave her every opportunity to back out and she was like, no, I care about the audience this much. She is holding a dog in her hand right now, but we're going to find out all about her sister's marriage plus pop culture <laughs> stories. She's not only a great writer, she's uh, one of the best humorists I know and a great person. And I cannot wait to find out about her sister's wedding. Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show. Hi. Yeah, I have Rosie. She's the new Ross family puppy and she's biting my fingers right now. So if you hear barking and squeaky toys, it's the three dogs that are here right Wait, now. So explain where you're at. You're at the Ross, the homestead? I'm at the Ross family residence. My dad is right here. Saying oh my hi. gosh, Mr. Ross. Hi. Ross. Your, your daughter's Actually, amazing. Bleep Both out, of your daughters are wait, amazing. Bleep, you can bleep out his full name. He's very secretive. I said Mr. Ross. I didn't, I didn't say I know. I said name. his full name. Oh, okay. Is I'll that okay that. if your name is in the podcast? No, I said Mr. Ross. I know, but I said it. Well, should I bring my dad? My dad's here too. I'll bring yeah. a dad off. Um, yeah, let's have a dad off. Wait, so. But yeah, so I'm at the Ross family house and we have two dogs. We have our, our little mini poodle, Ruby, who's here somewhere and our new puppy, Rosie. And then my sister and her husband. They're there new husband. you guys right now? No, 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 but their dog, since they just left for their honeymoon. Oh, um, we, where's their, yeah, my where's parents their honeymoon at? Their dog. They were going to go to um, Greece and Italy, but Italy changed. Or no, wait. Yeah, it was Greece and Italy. I think Italy changed their rules so that you have to have a negative test present. And they, that was going to be the second leg of their trip. So if they got in a positive test, it would ruin their whole honeymoon, you know? Isn't it so wild that that's what up, we have to think about now for every, like we had I to know. take, I'm with my parents right now in Clearwater, Florida, and we had to have negative tests and like have the, you know, it's, it's just interesting yeah. that that's just not what it was two years ago at all. Yeah. So like, they just didn't want to have to like, you know, have their whole honeymoon thrown off if they, one of them tested positive. So is, um, they, it, they're in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Oh, so that's their like mini honeymoon until they're they can go to Europe. Wait, how long are they in uh, Santa Barbara for? Um, I don't know. How long are they there for? A week. My oh mom my is gosh, here what too. A, I'm I, Mrs. Ross. <laughs> Mrs. Ross. Hi. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you're so pretty. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Oh my gosh, Mrs. Ross is on the podcast finally. I wish my, I should I know. I call my parents in. I'm with my parents right now. How, wait, Mrs. Ross, how, yes. how was the wedding? How was the wedding? Did you enjoy it? Did you love it? Did you cry? Uh, it was, I don't remember. She's, she's not going to shut up. Are you on so cloud nine? Are you on, pull her out she right on cloud nine? But anyway, yeah, the wedding was amazing. It was you beautiful. I'll tell you oh, more about it. She I feel will like never I should... stop talking about it. No, and I, listeners just—I know they don't won't care that much. They will so, care. They are so invested in your. I mean, are you know what? She's going to come on the wait, podcast without you. Then one time. Yeah, behind my, and then I just see the graphic. It's like Amy Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our pop culture roundup with Amy Ross. 
Wait, but um, I she's been so anti Bravo. Every time I've watched Wait. Bravo my entire life, she ne- she's always like, oh, turn that off. And same with like the Kardashians growing up. She just like always thinks it's garbage. This season of Real Housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. I finally, because I was like watching it. I know I was watching it. Wait, 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 wait. come on. Let me, let me podcast with Mrs. Ross for the final episode. Let me have her come on for the final episode. Come on. I'll think about it. Never mind. You're you're the agent. (laughs) You can call her Amy. 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 Well, I don't, I want to be, I want to be respectful. My mom would hit, my mom's in the other room and she'll hit me if I. He was raised right. Tell your mama you can call me Amy. Oh my God, stop Amy, being thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. So speaking of weird, did you meet anybody last night? Any guys? Anybody? No. Come on. I, I know everyone there. I literally knew every single person. How did this there. speech go? How did this speech go? It was great. I mean, if I say so myself. Did you kill it? Um, fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. A lot of people told me they love my speech. Were Just you nervous? Saying. I was nervous and it was really annoying because guess what? The photographer, I guess it's a thing. If you read off your phones, it's bad for like the professional photos. <laughs> so I ended up, we like, they told us to print it out. And of course me, I never like figured out how to like print this. So I just ended up <laughs> writing it down with like pen and paper, which took me like three hours on the wedding day, but um, it was worth it. So uh, everything went perfect or were there, was there any drama? Was there any, it sounds like there was drama. No, I mean like, no, I'm saying that like, it's funny just because there's always so much chaos, especially if you're, if you've ever been a bridesmaid or if you've ever been the bride or like whatever it is behind the scenes of a bridal party, it's always chaos. Like you start getting your makeup done at 8 a.m., sometimes earlier on the way, while the groomsmen are sleeping until noon or 1 p.m. And then they just like shower and put on their suits. It's a whole production. And it was just like so much chaos behind the scenes, but no one would have ever known you know, like it all like turned out so perfect, but obviously, you know, behind the scenes, it's always a little crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But no, everybody looked beautiful. Your sister did, you did all your, like I was living through all, and your sister had all of like the, it looked like a really big affair. Oh, it was like almost 300 people. Oh my God. She's the first, she's the first, um, we're the oldest cousins on both sides. Like we're the oldest, like she's the first person in our generation of the family to get married. So, you know, everyone was in like, I'm like, who are these? People? You know what and I mean? And I saw I'm you like, did the, the chair thing. Oh, the, yeah. The, the Jewish horror. ceremony. The, the whole, It looked amazing. It looked yeah. so fun. Yeah, actually, I know. I wish I got like more videos myself. I'm still gathering evidence. I actually am like in the process of <laughs> gathering evidence that yesterday happened because I took no, I obviously I was made of honor. So I was extremely occupied all day. Now, um, when your sister gets so, yeah, married, is, no, there, is there any kind of my best friend's wedding? Is there any kind of um, uh, where you look at your own life and you're like, how close am I to get? Is there any kind of self-reflection <laughs> when you're, your you're family, so you're close? Oh my God, you're so annoying. We, I'm Honestly, saying, is there any no. self-reflection? Honestly, no. It was literally, I, I really, especially like, you know, I um, like became single, you know, during my sister's engagement. And I was like, shoot, I'm probably not gonna have a wedding date. And I was like, you know, was kind of like bummed about that. And then the Did day you of, think I you guys like, were close. No, I mean, no, but okay. like, 
I'm, I'm so glad that I didn't have a date, honestly. And I say that a hundred percent genuinely because I would not have had time. I would have been stressed about making sure they were having fun. My soul, like purpose yesterday was my sister and making sure everything her her wedding dress ripped at one point during the reception and then her spaghetti strap broke off and she needed a safety pin so it was like stuff like that where I was constantly running around and like that's how it should be yeah exactly like was, that is yeah um can I tell you a secret now sure okay so <laughs> Uh, so just so I can give everybody a background here is that Sophie, uh, you know, her sister got married on Saturday. So today I'm with my parents in Clearwater, Florida for my dad's 73rd birthday. And they love Clearwater, Florida, even though it's the Scientology headquarters, they went here two years ago before COVID. And they said, I said, mom, that's uh, Scientology headquarters. And my mom said, I don't care. They keep it really clean. So shout out to the Scientologists very clean. So, and then, so my birthday came around during COVID and my mom said, Hey, what do you want for your birthday? I go, mom, I don't need anything. She goes, you know what? You can come with me and your dad when we go to Clearweather. <laughs> and I was like, I, that's not necessary. And she's like, you're coming with us. And then I found out that I'm basically, I'm the guy that like carries their luggage and stuff now. So we get here though. And all this to say is that we've been here four days and Sophie said, uh, I said, Hey, uh, you're probably hung over. How are you doing? But then I saw she was on Twitter getting into like Twitter fights with football fans or like she was getting blocked. <laughs> she was getting blocked by like football players. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so she, so then she goes, I go, Hey, I'll do a Vanderpump rules recap. It's fine. We'll do it on Tuesday. And so then we go out to this boat cruise for my dad's birthday. It's like a, a good, it was fun. It was like a janky barge thing. They had drinks there. And then on the way back, there's all these bars on the way back. And my dad goes, hey, let's do some shots because we did shots a couple of days ago. So all this to say, I am wasted right now. I have two tequila shots in me and that's that. how professional I am. But I just wanted to let you know, that's why I don't even know. Am I coming off this looser episode, or is this? No, not at all. But yeah, this episode might be a little... You know, Janky. all over the but place. But no, no, it's I'm, I'm running on like three hours of sleep. And my mom and I actually just, um, we drove back from Chicago. My parents live in Indianapolis. So we drove back um, today. And when do you go back to New York? My mom, tomorrow I'm flying back. But me and my mom just both passed out on the couch watching football and we ordered pizza. And it was just like a nice, now I feel like revived after napping so <laughs> folks summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees now i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune and luckily i found quince now i have a lineup of timeless pieces i want that will keep me looking fresh year after year i got a pair of tan shorts i got a pair of green shorts i cannot wait to style these for summer and i gotta tell you the quality is great because quince has all the seasonal must haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. 
So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, so she texted me like 20 minutes ago and she's like, hey, I actually can do tonight. And that was right after I had the second shot with my dad. And I was like, we gotta go, we gotta go. Oh, oh my God. We didn't have to. I didn't have no, to. Wait, wait, wait. There's no, wait, wait, wait. No, there's no reason my dad should be doing more than two shots. He's 73. <laughs> there's no. I reason. also texted you back today, like eight hours later. Cause you I did. just like was so. But here's the, I'll text Sophie and I won't, I won't like ever like over text her. I'll be like, yo, what up? And then I know, I know Sophie will get to it. Like I don't, I'm not ever worried about. So like Sophie's a true professional. You guys know she's a true professional. Um, I do need to get your thoughts. Even as a friend, I'm curious, what did you think of Vanderpump Rules? This So everybody also, I want everybody to know, Vanderpump Rules is on Tuesday night. I had so many messages of people going, I had no clue it was on Tuesday night. What did you think? That's why the ratings were so low. They didn't do a it very was good so, job. They did a half of the ratings of season eight for season nine. It was like a 0.67, you know, and I, and, and I'm tired of the people like, no, I get it. We all miss Stassi and I mean, everybody missed Stassi and Kristen. I don't miss Jax, but I'm saying, give it a shot. You guys give it a shot. I think from, yes, I talked to Ariana personally, it. she's like, we're going to have a good season. Talk to Lala on the show, even though Lala came up like an asshole in the first episode. But what did you think? I loved it. I actually thought that it had like genuine drama. Like the James and Max fight was very real and like, dude, raw. he's still fat shaming people and he's like not wasted. I know. Supposedly. James, I know he made so much progress or so it seemed. But um, yeah, and I thought that the Lala and like Ariana, what? Okay, can you can you remind me exactly what did Lala say about Ariana on the podcast that Sheena told? I like can't remember now. Well, it, it's so convoluted. And here, okay, so here's the Lala, and I'm probably not supposed to say this. So Lala came on the podcast, or like, so I did it like last Thursday, but I I, I aired it on Tuesday, and I texted Ariana before I did it, or like at 9 a.m. I said, "Hey, don't know if you're up. Lala's coming on. Can I press her on you and her relationship?" Where are you guys? Is she still? Because my thing with Lala was I was always kind of bummed out that she like hooked up with Ariana in the backseat of that thing and then treated her like uh-huh. an asshole. And then kind of like, and I brought this up in the interview and then kind of like Stassi and Kristen, all those guys, they badmouth her for all that time. And then it felt like she went to them and bailed on Ariana and Tom. And um, so Ariana didn't text me until after we had interviewed and she goes, you can totally press her. Uh, we have really rocky moments this season. I think we're good. I think we're totally good now. Um, so that's what she had said to me. So I didn't get to say that, but Lala was so fun to talk to. And that's what you got to watch yourself with these people. Cause they're so fun. And then I watched that first episode and I got angry. Cause I'm just like, you don't, 
you know, like, and then I talked to Charlie afterwards and I think Charlie, did you see the preview for next week with Charlie and Lala going at it? Oh yeah. No, I love Charlie. That looks awesome. But what like sparked the fight in that, in the premiere to begin with? She says Ariana and Tom are like above it all. And they act like they're better than everybody. But here's the deal. Like I can see where somebody would say that when you're people that have the right opinions on everything. Like, here's the deal. Like Ariana and Tom, like they seem like, I mean, Ari, like they seem like they just have the right take on everything that I feel about social issues. Mm -hmm. And so that can probably be annoying to people that just want to fucking party and like fuck off. Oh, sorry. God, I'm so sorry. Your parents are in the background. I'm so sorry. Oh, they cuss more than I do. Okay, but I I just, yeah. Um, But you know what I'm saying? Like, I I think that the audience perceives Ariana and Tom, and some people perceive this in a bad way, that they're better than everybody else. But it's not that they're better than everybody else. That's just really how they live their lives. Like, everything that I've like been around Ariana and not in an annoying way, but she will always kind of stick up for the underdog. And that included Lala that included DJ James Kennedy that included all of that. So the fact that, and and you guys, did you guys see And Sheena when they were all mean to Sheena. But did you see that photo Lala posted? Yes. But like, also that's what pisses me off about Lala is that she forgets who had her back before she had money and like was cool. Like Gina and Ariana were her true original friends. And then she just leaves them in the dust and yeah. Post that photo of Katie and Kristen and Stassi. Yeah. Right. It was the night of the premiere, like trying to make a statement. Yes. And then she deleted it. And then she said, Oh, somebody got pressed because Ariana put underneath it. Yo, I love all these people too, but are you ready for this? Are you ready for our show now? Because here's the deal. I, I said this about like, they're all lucky to have jobs, period. Like they're all lucky to yeah. be on a reality show a year Especially and a half past Lala. all of you. Well, that's what I mean. Like, As, yeah, yeah exactly. Lala should have been fired. Lala should have been fired with the rest of them as far as I'm concerned. Wait, why? What what, why why did you, for. wait, why do you think she Lala's? She's just become insufferable to watch, in my opinion. She's but insufferable to watch on Bravo means you usually get like, like uh, promoted sometimes. But she's not you're... like it's, it's. She's not like, and I think also like she has said, you know, questionable things in the past, like how she's Tupac's um, <laughs> reincarnation, and um, you know her her faux like black scent that she talks in like I think that you know when they were trimming the fat I thought that Lala would have been a great person to trim. but you know here I still find her very insufferable to watch I loved her when she first joined loved her Yes. Like, I love her when she was like, she was such a breath of fresh air because she like, you know, was like, she didn't take shit from the witches of Wayho. Yes, Weho? that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, it Weho Weho? Or no, Weho? it's Weho, but I love, I thought that that was how you meant to say it. And I was like, Wayho, <laughs> I love it. Wayho, witches of Wayho. Wayho. <laughs> I pronounce everything wrong. It's just something you should know about me. Um, But also then, Speaking into that, Christian Doty, like, so let's catch up where everybody is that has not been on Vanderpump Rules this season. So you have Kristen Doty, which the news came out this week that she listed her house 
for $1.3 million. It's in the Valley. And you would take that, by the way, her boyfriend who I've met, who is actually a really nice guy. I believe I've been told he's a millionaire. So like everybody wants to say like, Oh, Kristen selling her house is a sign of whatever, but it, you know, I think they all would rather be oh, on the she show. Sold her house. No, she she put it up for sale this past week. It, it made the the news. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's one thing. Jax Taylor is selling meat cuts of the week on his. He was like, so when he here's the deal, you guys. All Bravo, the the Bravo people will always give their uh, people that are on their shows first right to say hey i'm deciding to leave the show rather than saying they were pushed out like cynthia bailey cynthia bailey they offered a friend role to she didn't want to take it so she but but they didn't want her as a lead they they pushed her out and and they always give them the first right to say you can put out your statement we're never going to put out a statement and that the same thing happened with jacks and Brittany. and jack said we're choosing to leave and then jacks kept saying for brighter opportunities. And now we're almost, you know, we're nine months past that point. And this past week he's selling premium cuts of beef. You guys, uh, it probably is a better gig than Vanderpump rules. I don't know, but he can, if you guys are interested in premium cuts of beef, go to Jack's Taylor on Instagram. He is selling some of the best premium cuts of beef, according to him, but you know, it's gotta be, but that's what frustrates me about the ratings because you know he saw the ratings. He's like, they don't have good old jacks. I'm the star. Oh, I know. I hate it. I knew but that. you right hate that? Away, yeah. I knew right away when the ratings came out that like jacks would be like, yep, that's what I thought, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only I had fucked faith, we'd be back on top. Okay. Season six. Also, I was rewatching that. I think I told you that, that I was rewatching that. Season. Yeah. That's such an underrated season. It's, you know, but here's the deal. Like there are still such vapid characters on Vanderpump rules that it still works for me. Like I, even my, yeah. my parents watched it with me uh, when we first got to Florida and they said, Oh my God, there's so much crying on this show. Like why are what, well, you know, Sheena and Lala were crying about the bait. Like it still was like weird enough. It hit all the buttons for me. Jack, like uh, DJ James Kennedy, fat shaming Lisa's son and Lisa being like, kind of cool with dj james kennedy about it yeah like who does that who does that like lisa was like come on everybody it's cool if you call my son fat in eight text messages but please let's get along it's so weird yeah she was like oh come on james he was like (laughs) james like you're a useless piece of trash, Max. <laughs> and she was like, oh, come on. I was like, oh my God, if someone called me a useless, like fat piece of trash or something, whatever he said, he was like so mean. In front of my mom, my mom would like freaking kick them out of the house. She was like, <laughs> oh, come on. And you'd be like, who's that bad boy? I love him. I um, know. <laughs> what, did, what did DJ James Kennedy say? He said, vitamins. Also, what's a pre-workout yeah, vitamin? Vitamins. Is that just, is oh, that, that just straight that, methamphetamine? What is that? That, that sounded like a code word for drugs. If I've ever <laughs> yes. heard one. I never thought the pasta was code word for, I know everyone thought it was. I thought that that was such an earnest like moment where he was like, it's not about the pasta. Like, I really thought that he was talking about pasta. Like genuinely, I think I still to this day don't well, think that it was a code word, but I kind of actually agree workout- with you. 
pre-workout vitamins, that <laughs> does not sound legal. No, it does not actually. In fact, it sounds so not legal that I was like, where can I get DJ James Kennedy's pre buy? By the way, that's what we, I don't need DJ James Kennedy's CBD oil or his world tour. I need DJ James Kennedy pre vitamins. Like I want those, whatever gets him hyped up like that. Oh yeah. Oh my God. If he started making his own pre-workout vitamins, they would fly <laughs> off the thumbs. And also who, who, like I said this on, Twitter, but like who cries like DJ James Kennedy is the best crier on reality television. He is so amped up. But at the same time, he will give you tears at the drop of a hat. And who else is doing that? Like he cries so amazing. And he has no like there's no filter where he's like, I shouldn't cry. It makes me look like a pussy. He cries at the drop of a hat, you know? I know. And I appreciate that about him. You know, James Kennedy is breaking down the barriers of toxic masculinity. <laughs> wait, Tom Sandoval. Wait, Tom, and Tom Sandoval, by the way, Tom Sandoval gets a hard time because of his passion for everything. But I will say, I was really startled to hear that they were going to do a, a, a bar. Was it Schwartz and Sandy's? Oh yeah. Schwartz and Sandy's. Like how many, how many times do I have to split up my weekend money? Like I, I, you know, I, one time when I, when I was like, I hung out with Tom Sandoval, it was like the second time I ever saw him and I was nervous. And it was like, right when Tom, like Tom, Tom had just gotten announced and I didn't know what to say to him. And I said, um, Oh, that's really cool about Tom, Tom. And we we're at this party and he goes, yeah, yeah. And I go, I'm going to spend all of my weekend money there. And I don't know what even that means. Like, what does that even mean? It, like, it made it sound like I have like a budget with weekend money. That's and what I, it sounds like, but that's but very I don't. Normal. No, but I don't have a budget. I literally just made up that I have like money to spend on the weekend. And I said I would spend it at TomTom's. That's weird. And now <laughs> how do I tell them that I'm going to take my weekend money away from TomTom's and go over to Schwartz and Sandy's? Your weekend allowance. Yes, that's what I'm saying, that I give myself. And like, there's just not like Amex said I could spend more money at Schwartz and Sandy's. <laughs> Wait, but I actually don't mind the name Schwartz and Sandy's. Are you okay? As you have a fever? What, what's going on? Do you have COVID? I think that it could be reworked. Like maybe like Sandy Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Never, yeah, now it sounds cool. Okay. No, I mean, it... Here's the deal. I, lo I, I, I loved Vanderpump Rules. The first episode was great. Like, I'm bummed that it got bad ratings, but part of me is making excuses because I love it. And part of me is saying not enough people knew it was back. The promotional budget was shit. And secondly, like, if it's a good season, it will find people. It will raise in the ratings. And I'm, I'm willing to, like, I'm willing to bet on Vanderpump Rules. Like, and here's the deal. Yeah, same. Stassi and Bo, they have a very successful Patreon podcast. Honestly, they do. They really, they make plenty of money. They're good from what I hear. And Stassi will, I mean, everybody's like, I miss Stassi. And I don't. Stassi's still there if you want it, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like go to her. I'm sure she, if she hasn't started a YouTube channel or whatever, that's what she's going to do next. I am like, curious that nobody's made a deal with them though of like, Let's do a reality show with just Stassi. Like, I, I'm not saying that's I think it's my just idea. A bad look. I think it's just a bad look that after she got fired for a racist incident. No, not on Bravo. Never... Okay. 
I know, but if, a net, if another network gave her a deal, then they would risk, you know, oh, so you're giving jobs to racists now. That's just going to follow her around for a little bit, um, as it should. And I, yeah, it obviously- As it should, and I think she knows that as well. But like, you know, I do think like, I don't know, that's the question I keep having is that like, I don't know, even like, it's like, well, I mean, when do we- I don't know who I, I was in, in Clearwater and I was in the like Gulf of Mexico with my mom and she was on her little noodle and I was watching a, a boat pass by with a bunch of bros on it. And it said Trump 2024 on a flag. And then on the other flag, it said Joe Biden sucks. And I was like, oh my God, those guys paid money to buy flags for their boat. But then I was just like, shit, like, we are still so divided. And if you bring that into reality shows, it bums me out because I'm like, okay, so it, it how, how, anyways, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Anyways, I'm going to get off that, but you know what I'm well, saying? It is bum- like, when do we know somebody's being honest about trying to be better? You know? Yeah. Well, speaking of ratings also, just to go back to that point that it sounds like a lot of people just didn't know that it was airing because they didn't really amp up like the, the, ads for it i guess it doesn't really sound like they were promoting it maybe because they just bravo wasn't even reaching out to to people to do podcasts yeah so i feel like bravo wasn't even betting on the season doing well and i think the cast realizes that this is a make or break season and they're gonna give us a show and they're gonna you know prove the network wrong and the ratings are probably gonna climb as more people like realize that it's on i think so too because actually it was fun to watch. It was fun in its yeah, ridiculousness. It. it was really yeah, ridiculous. I loved also not having Jackson Brittany on my screen. Yes. People like I was watching season. Uh, they were rerunning season eight last week and they, they hit that patch of like Jackson oh, Brittany's God. wedding. And was it was so bad. It was just so bad. Wait, are yeah, you going to show worst. us your childhood room? Whoa, do you guys, no, that's this, a nice kitchen. Wow, I'm, it's like I'm, a... I'm getting, um, we ordered pizza and we got this, um, it's like a brownie. I know that I get in trouble whenever I eat on the podcast. I'm not No, gonna, no, it's fine. I'll, you know. But I'm just, I'm just oh, that looks it. amazing. No, have a, have, have some pizza, please. Um, <laughs> okay, well, you're talking all chew and no one yeah, will yeah, ever yeah. know. Okay, so moving on from Vanderpump Rules, which I do really recommend people watching. And I feel like we got to support this show because I was watching earlier seasons and it really is still the best reality show that's ever been in terms of the first three seasons. Yep. It really just, I mean, they fell onto these people that are just amazing. And I, I hope, and I suggest for any producers out there is like to do your legwork and find groups of people that actually like get along with each other and hate each other. That's your gold right there. But I will say Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for being 11 seasons in, this is to me, like your mom said, the best season ever. In fact, the New York Post even said, I think, was it page six or something said best, mm-hmm. best show uh, of the year. And all of the housewives reposted it except for Sutton and Garcelle. And then uh, it was obvious that none of the ladies read it because each one of those ladies got torn apart about how much of like vapid assholes they are. And, uh, but I will say really, truly one of the best seasons of a reality show ever. Did you watch this week? 
absolutely one of the best seasons ever, honestly. And yeah, that's how, so my mom, I was watching it just once when she was staying with me and she like was like, oh, this is stupid. And then got into like Kyle and Rinna in the earlier seasons and this season she's like, so team Sutton Garcelle, like I am. It's just so great to have kind of these heroes of the season that we're really rooting for. And then just such a hateable villain, this horrible person. And like Lisa Rinna, like the, I mean, Lisa Rinna needs to go after this season though. I stand by that. No, I see, but by the way, I I, I got to bring it to you. She's not, none of the cast is going anywhere. In fact, they were filming at Porsche's Bat Mitzvah this past weekend. Lisa's there. They're all there for next season. I'm so Are sorry. Yes. Yes. Go. Yeah. No, totally. They're all cameras there. Unless Lisa's a friend of, they're all coming back. And by the way, I get it. I would it. be okay with Brenna getting demoted. Oh, I mean, I would love that, but I get that. Like, you're not going to let anybody go on a magical season, but I will say, I was thinking about this way too much today was that, are we going to have to see a redemption season for Erica Jane where I shit, I shit you not where we're going to have to see her first time on stage back as Erica Jane. And it will be a triumphant performance at the Abbey with my gaze. Like she's going to use the gaze as her prop. And like, they're going, I, I shit you not. It's going to be like this. And we're all supposed to be like, you know, be uh, celebrate her bullshit. Erica Jane persona. Who is going to pay for it, though? Who's going to pay? Wait, wait, wait! Nobody, Sophie. Nobody paid for it to begin with. She paid those clubs to like book her. I know. That's what I'm saying. Who's going to pay for it? Like, what did you get that rumor? That older guy that's dating her now? Yeah, it would have to be like a new that new older guy. Otherwise, she can't afford to be Erica Jane anymore. So, like, if that happens, I'll be very surprised because like Erica Jane unplugged. Unplugged. <laughs> what if Erica oh Jane does balance like more than words? Yes, like, am. Or Erica Jane doing Hotel like, California is such a no, lovely like, place. As you are. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Minden is like jazz hands, jazz hands. Do it for Kurt. Jazz hands. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I'm saying, did you get that bullshit when she was telling uh, Kyle? She was like, I walk away with nothing. And the lawyer was like, kudos. I've never seen a lady like, like the, she said, the lawyer was celebrating her because she was prepared to walk away with nothing from Tom's divorce. And I'm like, of course you're paying these fucking lawyers. Why would you ever think anything different? Like uh, if I pay somebody, they better celebrate me, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. All of it is just like her lawyers and defense team or whatever must be kicking themselves. Like there's just, I just can't get over every week how she digs herself further and further. Like this time around, it's Tom, you know, oh, how could his family do that to him? You're his family. Like you did the same thing. What is your end goal here? Like what? 
I just don't understand. I don't understand at all. So yeah, if she does, I think that it's too late for her to have any sort of redemption arc ever. I personally don't think so. And I also am like, who, like if she were to ever be able to sustain her lifestyle again, she would have to introduce this new rich guy because otherwise it doesn't make sense. But I mean, you would never be able to introduce the new rich guy because you would have to point out, wow, there's a pattern where you're fucking horrible. And she'd be like, oh my God, I never even noticed that. Oh, I guess it's true. That is weird. It tends I date old, old, very old rich men. Yeah. Wait, did you see, did you, so Lisa Rinna, Lisa Rinna on Saturday posted this on her Instagram stories. She said, I just read a story about a powerful woman in her field derailing other women's careers because she felt threatened. That is unacceptable and must stop. There is plenty to go around and what's meant for you will be yours. This is bullying. If you see this behavior, call it out. We must stop this now. Women need to support women in the workplace. We need to be champions for one another. So Lisa Rinna posted this on her uh, Instagram story on Saturday. So I would like to, in the spirit of that post, say, Lisa Rinna, I would like to call out uh, Lisa Rinna. Uh, you have been horrible to other ladies. And there has been so many examples. The uh, Let's just Denise. go to Denise. That's the easiest one. But so many times, like, how does she even do, like, I do feel like she might be like touched a little bit where she's, how do you not realize, like, why would you even post that? Yeah. Like, why would yeah. you even it post that? Of all people, Lisa Rinna posting that, that also, do you think that her posting that also means maybe that she is feeling bitter about, you know, where she stands when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, here is one of my favorite parts of the show where we uh, we do our ads and we have two sponsors that have been with us before and they are with us again. Our first one is Raycon and uh, I actually have my Raycon earbuds with me right now. I've had them all vacation long and they've been amazing on the beach. But uh, there, you know, there's so much going on in the world, whether it's stuff you're excited about, which is a vacation with your parents <laughs> or, uh, or, you know, stuff that we're not so excited about, like, uh, going to work, go going back into the office now after this insane pandemic. So you can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Uh, now I was actually just using my Raycon earbuds to listen to a podcast. I listened to a, uh, up first NPR podcast every day so I can feel smart. And then I listen to the new Sufian Stevens album on my Raycons. And I listen to uh, Big Red Machine, which is uh, the guy from Bon Iver. Anyways, I listened to a lot of stuff this week on my Raycons and they were amazing. Uh, so whether you choose to use them to pump up, wind down, work or work out, Raycons 
are now my go-to for the on-go audio. And the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. They have this improved rubber oil look and feel. Uh, They really are. They're very sleek. Uh, It's not rough to the touch, and they fit into your ears perfectly. And they're optimized. Uh, These tips are optimized for the perfect in-ear fit. These are impressive before you even start listening. So you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. So you have pure mode, which is for podcast listening, this podcast, of course, blues, instrumental, etc. You have balanced mode, uh, also for podcast listening, rock, heavy rock, metal, and you have bass mode hip-hop, EDM, reggae, all that stuff. So there's also an all-new awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. So this actually is a fun mode. So you can put it on and then I can eavesdrop, uh, you know, for all the people around the beach. This is The eavesdrop mode, the awareness mode is pretty much, I should tell my mom about this. She'll love it. So the Raycons uh, offer eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. And there's also a built-in mic and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. And we always talk about all these products. I love when they come with guarantees. So if you do not like them, if you are not satisfied, if you do not think what I am saying is true, you can return them. That's huge. So right now, So Bad It's Good listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash so bad. That's B-U-Y r-a-y-c-o-n.com slash so bad to save 15% on Raycons by Raycon.com slash so bad. So that is the first one. And then the second one, this is awesome. Uh, I've talked about this. I talked about this last time when I was super sick, but it's simply safe. That's the, the, the company. And this is big news uh, from now. My favorite home security company, Simply Safe, just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that U.S. News and World Report names best home security system of 2021, just got even better. So this brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. So I got a huge box of Simply Safe products. I talked about this last time. Uh, and I had also talked about uh, I live in a house, but we have these three houses attached to it right off Melrose in Los Angeles. And it is, uh, you know, it's gotten a lot more uh, crime filled in the last two years. But um, uh, we had this new lady move in uh, in the backyard area and somebody tried to kick her door in late at night and it scared the hell out of her. It would scare the hell out of any of us. So I was able to set this up and now we have a home security system in the backyard area. Uh, we can all log in, we can all see what's going on and it just kind of gives that extra safety precaution that makes us feel a little bit better. So it has an ultra wide 140 degree field of view so you can keep watch over your entire yard. It has 1080p HD resolution with an eight times zoom. Like my God, I'll probably end up filming some kind of like student film with this thing. That means you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. 
It has a built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. It is super simple to set up and usually it just takes minutes. And it has an easy to remove rechargeable battery so it doesn't need an outlet and it can go anywhere on your property. This camera has it all and it integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, every window, every room, they are protected. And now your property will be too. So to learn more about this exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/sobad. And that's S I M P L I S A F E.com/slash so bad. And what's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com/slash so bad. Uh, so please go check out these things. Even just go to the website, see if it is of use to you. They support the pod, so we want to support them. So uh, without further ado, back for the remaining portion of Sophie Ross. Thanks, guys. Right now no, no, with no, the Bravo contract. See, I, I would think that, but then I saw an article today in Reality Blurb where Lisa Rinna said that she's always been on the right side of history. And I think she thinks... She's a folk hero. I think she thinks we're the popular people and she's like the underground hero and she oh. speaks up for what's right. Like, I really think she's fooled herself into believing that. But even if you don't like what I'm starting to like, even get clearer on is that Erica Jane is, you know, even if you want to put the money stuff aside, she's just a whore. Like, I posted this and a lot of uh, a lot of Erica Jane fans got mad on Instagram or Twitter because I said, like a lot of Americans, Erica Jane lost her source of income during COVID. Like she did. She lost her source of income during COVID. She never planned on it. She always thought this was going to be like a long time gig and she lost it. And that is very sad. And now she's having to deal with the repercussions. And, you know, most people got that it was a joke, but, but a lot of people were like, how dare you make fun of the people that have lost their jobs during COVID? And I was like, you idiot. I lost my job during COVID, you idiot. I can make any joke I want, but at the same time, please, like, what are we defending here? This literally is somebody that married a guy 22 years ago, which her son will say, my mom left me to marry this guy. And he did take me in but at first, it was a like you even saw this past week when she admitted the army. My my son called me and said this army hammer stuff. What the fuck? What are you doing? Your life is a mess. And it was a joke. They all laughed about it. Could you imagine asking your mom who she slept with? Could you ever imagine having the kind of relationship with your mom where you said, "Mom, have you slept with Army Hammer?" But her son is, and that tells you everything you need to to know. You know. I mean, yeah, that like the army hammer thing being addressed in that episode was definitely a curveball. I was not expecting. I forgot about it. I know. I know. Well, also, I feel like that kind of like debunks it because I know a lot of people like still ask if that really happened. I'm like, if they brought it up on the show, then no. No, you would tell him, by the way, you could tell she was secretly thrilled about the rumor. Oh, oh, she was like, look, because, we, you know, let, but let's call a spade a spade. Erica Jane is a very beautiful woman when she has glam on. 
like, but other than that, she's a very, she's, she's, she's very beautiful for a 50 year old woman with glam. Other than that, like she's, I mean, like, I, I don't know if this is offensive towards women, but she's an average woman, right? Her glam also was so bad. This but like, is it bad on purpose? Because she's paying people to do it still. We see the people That's in what? the shot. I saw a theory. I don't know how I feel about this, but I saw a theory that was like, maybe Erica Jane is trying to look cheap on purpose to like play into her, you that's, know? Yeah, that's what but I saw it's too. also showing her glam squad. So maybe like she thought the Bravo editors would edit out her glam squad. Like, I don't know. Oh, some lady on Twitter, Even- some lady on Twitter and Erica Jane delusion said, oh, she's the only one that stands up for her glam squad and makes them get camera time. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Erica Jane's not taking a stand and say, you film my glam squad or I walk. That's that's or nuts. I walk. Um <laughs> so- sorry, I thought I I thought I just um I thought I couldn't find my phone, but I found it. <laughs> um uh okay, so moving on, Southern Charm started filming this week, and we're getting a uh, word that Paige really is in Southern Charm this season again, as Paige has been spotted uh, not only at the wedding. And by the way, smart move for your sister to move out of the way of Kaimanda's wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like she gave it a week because I'm glad your sister didn't have to compete, compete with Kaimanda's wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that was on purpose because they have a lot I of mutual no, I would yeah. imagine that would have been really a tough thing. It was Sophie's choice of weddings. But uh, my friend was uh, best of Bravo was at Sewing Down South and Paige is there. They started filming this week. And I will. I did point this out. So on Paige my is going to be on Southern Charm. Yeah. Winter House and Summer House. But by the way, I put this. I, I said this today. He was like, is Craig Paige's new Hannah? Maybe she's codependent and she, yeah, she, she needs a sidekick, but yeah, it seems like, I mean, they still have their podcast or in Hannah, but I'm sure Hannah has been seething. Well, you've got to imagine that Hannah is trying to lock that shit down. I mean, like I, if I was, if I was Paige's friend, I would do everything in my power to show Paige. I was a better friend than anybody that she could ever possibly want to hang out with. Like if you, you've been threatened in friendships before. Like I've always tried to be like, I'm a way better friend. You know, like, haven't you ever had a competition friend off? Honestly, maybe, but I'm kind <laughs> of like, okay, if you, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be my friend, then like, okay. You know, that's that's your mature self now. But when you're younger, yeah. you're not like that. Like you're like desperate. Like, oh, definitely. Like, yeah. Definitely. And I feel like Hannah's but still in that kind of regressed. I just don't think Paige has brought it like for three seasons or however long she's been on the show. She has never really had a storyline, but isn't it so I'm like, okay, interesting well, to see you- her storyline? I would love to see. Yeah, it, actually. Like, okay. Now you're going to have like a Craig storyline. Okay. I'm like, you really, you know, you're maybe understanding the assignment for once. Like good for you. We'll see. It, I just, it, I'm, if it I'm so works, indifferent though, but if it works, though, we could like be on the precipice of 
like you're going to start seeing like Ramona on Southern Charm, like Ramona bangs Austin. And like you could see like something so wild if this works. But the only thing that annoys me, and I pointed this out on Instagram, do you notice how much Craig opens his mouth in photos when he, it's like his hot pose where he's like, do you notice that? He opens his mouth. I'm go in, I'm, I, I have a lot of photos saved I can send you. Like him and like, it's always in pages. It's always with Paige where he keeps his mouth open and he thinks he's being like super, I think it's his hot pose. I'm going to text you these now. Um, but I'm telling yeah, you, you should make a collage. No, I know. And then some listeners sent some other hot photos of like him with his open mouth, but they said he definitely does this. And I thought, what an interesting thing. Like, cause we all have our pose that we think is like hot, but what if Craig thinks his mouth open is hot? I think he does to... think that probably, but like, yeah, Craig has zero it, to me, zero sex appeal. Same with Austin. No, Craig's a very, come on. Even, you know, Craig's a very attractive man. He's like, no, I mean like they're cute, but like, I just, I, I don't go gaga over either of them. I did. You know? I like, just sent you two examples. I just said, I sent you two examples. Okay. <laughs> Ew, yeah, <I> <laughs> Look at, he thinks that's his hot pose yeah i don't like that um yeah also craig's craig looks also i mean he looks great definitely botox he looks great his skin looks great like but for sure botox well i mean why do you think botox is just it's just, it's just obvious. I can like tell just, you know, forehead crow's feet area. <laughs> skin is very smooth and yeah, it's just, but for him, he looks great. But again, um, not my, not my like, you know, it's I don't not your even know. Thing. Have we talked about who like the hottest guy on Bravo is? Who is that? What? No, I want to know who is the hottest guy. I feel like, oh, oh, you know who I probably... I would say Mauricio, Juan Dixon, um, and like that might be it. Who else is- <laughs> Wait, who Eddie do you think Eddie the hottest girl is? Who do you think the hottest girl is? The hottest, girl or like the girl that you would love to emulate the most? The one that I would love to emulate the most. Oh my God. Why is like no one popping up in my brain right now? Oh, Meredith Marks. Meredith oh, Marks. Wait, wait. What'd your mom say? I heard you. What? What are you saying? I'm oh. podcasting. What did, What happened? She, I, he, my parents said Rena is a joke. She, they're right. Your parents are on the right side of history. No, I think Lisa Barlow or Meredith Marks. Lisa Barlow? Mer- I mean, yeah, but the, I mean, those are two lesser, I mean, they're amazing looking, and uh, but they're very caricature and not like solid. I think I just love, they both have very great style. I love following both of them because I love both of their outfits and like style. And like, I think I just relate to them because I'm also like, I have long brown hair and I'm also of Jewish origin. So I feel like I, them, I feel like Lisa Meredith and um and Heather Dubrow are my are my Jewish <laughs> queens on Bravo. 
who I feel uh, like <laughs> I have friendship with. Now I'm going to put you on the spot here because I saw you tweet earlier this week, and this got a lot of traction. That you would love to see an article about Kylie Jenner and her failed uh, product lines of like Kylie Baby and Kylie Swim or whatever. But my thing was, and I, I think I responded, I did respond to this and you didn't like it, but a lot of other people did. It's like, I would love to read an article about that too. Why don't you write it? So why don't you write uh, that article? I wish I had the bandwidth to do a full scope investigation on Kylie Jenner's financials. I just like, I feel like that's like above what I'm capable. I wouldn't be able to do it as well as like a true, like someone who is very, you know, like knows business and finances and stuff like that. Like I am not someone to dig into someone's like business practices. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's not, I would love to like, you know, if I could figure out how to, are you afraid they're going to kill you? Is that why? Yeah. Are you afraid Chris Jenner would kill you? But, but, no, but I, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, I feel like it's a very complicated web of like lies and like maybe fraud and all of this, like behind the scenes, like mess and NDAs and like that, that would be a whole like investigation. And I'm like only one person who like can only <laughs> freelance right on the side on top of my full-time job. So, um, yeah, but I just feel like, like you bring I, this up all the time and you're on the precipice of something that actually makes sense because <laughs> I went and looked at all these TikTok videos and it turns yeah. out these Kylie swimsuits, you guys, I, I tried on a Kylie swimsuit. My junk didn't, my junk was spilling out everywhere. These things are so yeah. thin and translucent. I mean, these, they're not like, this is not good swimwear, right? Like that's the, the, oh the whole thing that's coming up. Can I also just say as, and I know that like, you don't buy like women's swimwear probably often. So <laughs> as, so Maybe not at all. Who, who knows what it's like to purchase swimwear. I saw those and I was horrified that they weren't even double lined. So what like, does that mean double lined? When you get a bikini, if it's just a piece of fabric, you know that like your nipple or whatever is going to show, everything is going to show. There's usually either lining on the inside or padding. So, you know, you have, you have like padding there to like, you know, cover everything. It's like, there's just a thin strip of fabric. The seams are coming out. It literally probably costs, and swimmer is already extremely inexpensive to make. First of all, it's one of the cheapest things you can make in the fashion industry. It like, I, I mean, I don't know if people know anything about my full-time job, but I work in the fashion industry. So I know that swimmer, it's really, really, really inexpensive to make already. The fact that she's clearly cutting so many corners, her swimsuits probably cost less than $2 to make. So she is probably making a massive profit just from the people that are buying it. But I think that the reviews are probably catching up to them because they haven't posted on their Instagram. If you see their Instagram comments, they're so bad. They haven't posted. Kylie Swim, I mean, hasn't posted on Instagram for three days. Um, <laughs> yeah, and her baby. And it's so weird because like, first of all, who launches swimwear in the fall? No one. Um, it's just a dumb time. Like I get it that like, well, she lives in California and celebrities and rich people go on vacation all the time. It's like, I mean, no one, it's just fall. Like no one's thinking about swimmer right now. Sorry. 
The majority of the population isn't. And um, it seems like it's kind of a cash cow. Like funds are running. It takes a lot. It's not like she's going to go poor anytime soon, but it takes a lot to sustain the Kylie Jenner lifestyle. And I think that, you know, she's kind of abandoned ship with Kylie Cosmetics and Kylie Skin. It seems like she hasn't been promoting them. They don't sell well. They don't do well. Ulta doesn't even carry Kylie Cosmetics anymore. So I think it's like an open secret that both of those businesses are floundering. She needs to make cash to sustain her lifestyle and keep up her private jet. So she launches <laughs> Kylie Swim, this really cheap. You can tell also they're, the crotches are apparently an inch and a half. That's not enough to cover a vagina. Like an inch and a half of please don't, please don't speak for me. Please don't speak for me. <laughs> it's plenty for mine. Uh, no, no. These swimsuits were made for one body type, which is the L body type, Brazilian butt lift, which is Kylie's body type, which is the, the Instagram baddie, like really tiny waist, huge butt, big boobs. That is not the average body type. She could have made so much money if she actually invested like time money into making high quality, size inclusive, like, you know, just a very great, maybe not even, don't even call it Kylie Swim. Call it something, look at Skims. People buy Skims without realizing that it's Kim Kardashian, you know? Well, she needs a lot of help, it's sad. But why would she put out a product when she knows the microscope is on her? Why wouldn't she spend extra to make this the best product ever to prove all the critics wrong? Why would she flounder with Kylie skin and Kylie's? Yeah. Yes. Because it's not about that. It's about the cash. She needed a cash. It's like a scam. It's it really feels like a scam. It's like a very quick cash grab. It's not about a happy customer. Also, some of these is saying that it's extremely hard to make a return. Like it's, they make it very complicated to return the swimsuit, which is also a red flag with any business, because, you know, if they know that you're going to be making a return, they want to make it hard for you. So uh, everything about it is very scammy. And I think that it's definitely going to affect it. It's really dumb also that she released this right before Kylie baby, because people are even more picky about baby products, what they put on their baby. Why would they trust Kylie Jenner? Who's cutting corners with her swimwear line and her skincare and makeup line. I would just think though, if you, if you have like, if you're already valued at a billion dollars, even though that's probably half BS, like at this yeah, point, wouldn't BS. you want to be the best product ever and not do the money grab because you're so young that you would want to be in the game forever? Like, that's the part I don't get. Like, you know, even Kanye, Kanye has us acting like putting like shoes that look like hamburger buns on your shoes, on your feet are like awesome. Like, like, why wouldn't you then spend the money to try to make it like a quality product that looks really, I don't, anyways. But, she needs did, help. She needs, she needs like Chris Jenner maybe is not the, the genius that we've made her out to be. Well, we will eventually see this, that one day when Kylie leaves her manager, her mom, you will see that one day. I mean, she probably should at this point because all of these business decisions are just so horrible. And also the Kylie baby stuff, how she's like, it's, we did a lot of research and it's um, you guys it's vegan and non-toxic. 
And it's stormy approved. And it's like, okay, so it's non-toxic. And it's like, the parents are very, very like crazy, obviously about what they put on their kids. She doesn't even know what's in it. Like, oh my God. No Did you see um, uh, that the cameras went up on the Hulu season? The new Hulu keeping up with the Kardashians. Kim was like, filming's up. She did a shot of her, you guys, and it looked exactly like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And they keep trying to act like it's going to be a different show. And I swear to God, you guys, it's going to be the exact same show because they could not get the money that Hulu was going to give them over at E. They would not honor the same contract. And they went to Hulu. It is going to be the exact, like no. the shot looked exactly the same. The shot looked exactly the same. I I, I agree with you, but I have a different theory. I think that E, e was like, you guys, you guys are too expensive. Like, I think they would have probably stayed on E for a long time. They probably wanted to keep their show running for as long as possible to say, hey, we had 30 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But they became so expensive and no one was watching it towards the end. The ratings were super low. So then I think they approached Hulu. I don't think that it was like Hulu and E competing over the exclusives. Like, That's yeah. You know, but why would E then like I love E is so dumb that they're like, you know what's as sexy as the Kardashians? Terry Bradshaw and his family, the Bradshaw bunch. And it's like Terry Bradshaw's like, no, but I I I know what they put on E after like they and they're promoting a new season of Terry Bradshaw and his family. And Terry Bradshaw's like almost in his 70s, and it's like this is not, I don't think this is the, I'm like, I'm an old guy myself, but this is not the move. I don't think, you know, like there's nothing <laughs> said where I'm like, what's Terry Bradshaw's daughter's doing, you know? <laughs> Brian, who is keeping Chris Lee knows best on the air? <laughs> I don't know. They're like, I, Chris Lee must really must have a connection with God because that's the only thing that could possibly be keeping Chris Lee on the air is God's like, well, he really does say my name a lot. It's like that friend that talks good about you. And even though you don't like your friend, you're like, he always says good things about me. So I guess I'll say, and like, that's must be like, God's like, I hate Chris Lee, but he always talks really good about me. So I'll give him a show that airs at weird times on Bravo and every other, I shit you not. If you fucking turn to HBO at a weird time, you'll see Chris Lee knows best. It's on channels that should, it shouldn't even be. I've turned on CNN in the middle of the night. Chris Lee knows best is on. It makes no sense. I know it's so annoying. And like, I don't know a single person who watches it. Look, we're all over the reality TV scene. You could say we're we're the it girls <laughs> of the reality yes. watchers, viewers. We like we don't know a single person who watches that show. Who watches it? I like I am dying. To know. I know one person that says blackmail. they really like it. He has blackmail on like the he blackmailed his daughters. Stuff. He blackmailed his daughter with a sex tape, I believe. Oh, then he for sure is blackmail on an, on a um, NBC Universal executive. Yeah. Um, speaking of blackmail, uh, somehow blackmailed NBC because Kim Kardashian West will be on Saturday Night Live as the host next week with Halsey as musical guest. I am curious. She is still using the name West, but you guys, we will get a wait. I, I'm I will bet you a thousand dollars that we get a sketch with Kim in her like full garbage bag, like with no head. With the dress from the Met, we'll get a full sketch with that. You know, we will. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look, I'm intrigued. I'm in, I would watch the BTS of that for sure. Um, let's see, uh, as we start wrapping up here, uh, because it has, this hour went so quick. I don't know if it's just cause I'm drunk, but it went so quick. Um, let's see what else happened this week. Did anything, uh, a lot of, did anything happen for you? I mean, I know you have the wedding. So, uh, did you open any, uh, dating apps at the wedding? Did you fool around on Tinder in your hometown? Is there I anything? I was like not on my phone all weekend, which was kind of great. I was so <laughs> off the grid. Oh, wait. Okay. Here's one. Uh, R Kelly, you guys got sentenced. Uh, well, not sentenced. He got, he found guilty. Thank God. They're going to sentence him in June. And my mom was like, why are they going to sentence him this long after he got, and she didn't realize he was in jail already. She was like, they're going to just let him be free for this next couple of months. But here's the deal. Uh, and this is just in support of R Kelly. Uh, Bill Cosby spoke out and said that R Kelly got railroaded with this guilty verdict. Now, if you're Bill Cosby, why would you ever speak up for somebody's as guilty, if not guiltier than you? Like Bill Cosby is on some new shit where he's like, I just love when you're, and I love the Bill Cosby, the Cosby show when I was a kid, I wanted Bill Cosby to be my dad. That guy's a creep among creeps. If you read any of the witness testimonies, of course he would stand up for R. Kelly. Cause it's like, he's R. Kelly's dad, but what would ever possess you to stand up for somebody when you are just as guilty, if not guiltier than the person you're standing up for, you know? Right. It's like, maybe shut up. Yeah. It's like when OJ Simpson, OJ Simpson is like the most ah. active person on Twitter when anything happens. <laughs> yes. and like, maybe like just shut the fuck up. OJ Simpson. Yeah. Do you remember when OJ Simpson got COVID during COVID and he was like, Oh, it almost took me out, you guys. Praise me, I'm still here. And it's like, what are we supposed to celebrate? You're still here? Like, you killed two people, like, point blank. I'm so sorry. You I, killed two people. I love I love also how when he tweets, like, obviously the replies are always, like, about him killing two people, and then he hides them. <laughs> yes, and he's, like, like, and he's always like, juice here. For those who don't know, hiding replies to a tweet is like equivalent to pinning replies. Wait, how do you hide? I don't even know how you hide hide replies. You can hide replies and then it shows a little icon at the bottom of the tweet that shows that they hid replies. And so you go to the hidden replies, you know, those are the replies that pissed off the original poster or whatever it is. So like, I, that's the first thing I do is go to hidden replies when I see someone hidden replies. If, if OJ hides your reply, run. He's going to kill you. Oh <laughs> it's like my I, God. I saw what it's so you wrote funny. on my Twitter. I'm going to kill you. It's so funny just seeing OJ Simpson just like be out on Twitter, like interacting with people. On it's like, no, it's which, wild. It, 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 it really it is. Up. It's just why. Yeah, it's wild. It's just like, you what, really how can buy. Life? Well, but that's what I'm saying. Lawyers are a fascinating breed because they don't look at it as innocent or guilty. They look at it as a challenge to get their Mm -hmm. client. Like they're, they're playing around with law. Like it's like math or, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, I do want to ask your opinion as we go though, Britney Spears, she, uh, her dad, we finally got her dad removed as conservator this week, uh, in the hearing. And of course we had, Britney versus um, Spears on Netflix. And we had the Hulu documentary last week, which I told you about. Um, 
did you get a chance to watch the Netflix documentary this week? I didn't get a chance to watch either of them. Just this week was so busy. With, what is like, it like your sister's stuff. getting married? Or, okay, yeah, yeah. I know. I literally am so behind on shows, text messages. Um, yeah, all of the. All no, the but guys I'm saying you saw that. You... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Could you just be honest about one thing? Is there one guy winning right now in the DMs? There's one guy. Come on, say. I no, I do want you they to be happy. Wish. I do wish. Oh, they wish. I thought you. I mean, I'm just saying. Is there they, one guy? No, winning? yeah, they wish. No, yeah, the, those guys wish. They wish that they were winning. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, none of them are that special. <laughs> okay, so Britney Spears, though, what did you think about the dad finally being uh, off the conservatorship? There's still so much to be known and all this stuff, but I need you to watch Britney versus Spears. I, I thought there was not huge revelations. The last half of it was better than the first half, but it, you know, we're finally getting closer. But then the next day she posted these photos on Instagram of her almost like fully nude. And I guess that's what freedom is like. You can post whatever you want, but is it bad that a part of me is like, Brittany, no, don't post yourself fully nude the day after you, you know what I'm saying? I am. I mean, first of all, the Jamie Spears news is so huge and so exciting and amazing after how many years, like it's insane. Yeah. Like it's very, very exciting. And so this is the first step of her conservatorship officially ending in November. Her, her lawyer, Matthew Rosengart is making sure that, you know, all of his ducks are in a row so they can hopefully press criminal charges against you or like they can investigate the misconduct that happened behind the scenes over the years. So Matthew Rosengard is handling it all really well. Also, which is, you know, she finally has like a good lawyer who's on her side and not just in the pockets of Jamie Spears. So um, yeah, it's exciting for her now that she like can do whatever she wants. She like, and she's on vacation right now. Like if she wants to be nude on Instagram, like, I'm just happy. No, I know. I just, I think that's like the, the weird Catholic dude in me where I'm like, don't post yourself nude the day after you go free. But I realize that's what freedom is, is that any of us should be able to post ourselves doing weird shit. I just, you know, I don't know. I want everything to be like, look cool and stuff. And like, you know, it's like, like be freaky as you want in like your own personal life. And I'm not saying being nude is freaky, but I'm saying like, when you have eight billion followers, maybe that's not the right. I, I don't know. I feel like I could be wrong on this opinion and I know the audience will let me know, but whatever. Uh, Sophie, we have come to the end of this, but I do need to talk to you next week about Will and Jada Smith with Red Table Talk. I need to, I need to get your opinion. I have some really specific questions and I know that's, you're like, that's not a pressing news story, but I'm just so, wow. I'm so curious about what you think about their relationship and Red Table Talk. Oh yeah, we can dive into that. <laughs> okay, so Sophie, where are you? So you go home tomorrow. Uh, yeah. You had a beautiful weekend. You conquered as maid of honor. You will not write a article about Kylie, any of her products, uh, but how can we support you? You always say this, you, we can follow you on Twitter and Instagram. Is there anything else that we need to know? Yeah, just follow me. I mean, like I, I have a bunch of deadlines right now that, you know, I need to be getting to now that this wedding is over. <laughs> so yeah, a lot more work now that I'm no longer maid of honor. So, okay. Well, I'm back on, uh, 
Tuesday night in LA. So I'm going to reach out to your sister and see if I can come up to Santa Barbara and just wish the newlyweds a great. Oh my God, you should pop her up, see them when they're there. Make oh my God, wouldn't that, am- <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? She's like, Ryan, what are you doing? Yes. Like, don't worry about it. They would love that. They actually would love that. Do they want yeah. to come see Alanis sister- Morissette with me at the bowl? Oh my God, they for sure. <laughs> I'm just picturing my my brother-in-law's. Um, oh my God, I have a brother-in-law now. I know. My wait, 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 wait. Did you have any moment with the brother-in-law by yourself where you're like, if you have I love, I'll kill you. Oh yeah, I said that in my speech also. Okay. And um, yeah, I actually, so my brother-in-law is a huge um, Colts fan. And it's a, it's a football team and I'm a big Bengals fan and we like to talk shit to each other. And Thursday night, we just did like a dinner with the families. It was the night before the rehearsal dinner. And we like got in a huge fight about football, like to the point where I was like storming out of the restaurant. <laughs> Wait, what was <laughs> the, da- what was the father daughter dance? What song? Oh my God. It was, it was stand by me. Uh I know. I literally, that was when, actually, it's so funny. You asked that. That was like hands down when I cried the hardest. I Those are cried. always like the, my favorite thing at weddings just because the dads always love the daughters so much, you know? Yeah. I cry. I cry. Like, I mean, yeah, I cried every wedding and I cried obviously so much on Saturday, but like, Wait, did that you cry was- during your speech? No, I actually didn't because I was just so focused on like delivering it. Uh, but you I should cried. do it a little bit just to amp it up a little, like just a I moment. Know, I of honestly crying. wish I wish I had because I know how that like brings everyone else to tears, and I wanted to like manipulate the audience. Yeah, you got to manipulate the audience. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I think that I I you know did a good job despite that. Okay. Well, uh, Sophie Ross, her sister got married this weekend, and she is still here talking to us. Um, I would not have done so many shots with my dad if I had known I'd be talking to Sophie Ross, but I still think this actually went good. Like this is actually what a conversation with me as a friend would be. So, uh, Sophie, thank you so much for being here. Go support Sophie Ross. She is amazing. Her family is amazing. I finally got to see Miss Ross in person. I got to, uh, see a little piece of Mr. Ross, but I think there (laughs) is something with me and your mom. Like, I I don't even want to say it. I'm just saying there is. Okay, well, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. It's fine. On that note, bye. Bye. Betches.